0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Hello and welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98, one FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Zach is going to produce the broadcast today. Uh If all goes according to script here, Urban Meyer will join us here, and we're going to get a hold of him uh, right now to talk about uh, his time, especially with the 2006 uh, and 2008 National Champs, Netflix, doing that feature. And then we hope to have one of the uh, play-by-play voices for Virginia baseball to talk about a really good uh, Cavaliers team that florida uh will uh, have to face and again i i hope you understand that uh anybody that gets to the college world series now is pretty darn good all right let's bring in urban meyer to join us here on sports scene hello urban good to talk to you how are you
2: i'm good steve how are you
1: i'm well thanks for doing this urban i appreciate it um well there's a lot of buzz about this upcoming uh netflix thing on your terrific champions of 2006 and 2000 let me start eight let me start with this what are your memories of those teams
2: well i i I remember obviously you know tim tebow was a big personality on that team but i also remember the leadership that brandon spikes gave us on defense and you know the, the incredible talent on both sides of the ball and i remember one time we had a pro scout might have been a coach um i was talking about this the other day and we had inside drill, Steve, and inside drill is, you know, there's no skill there. Uh, the DBs and wideouts are gone. It's just offensive line versus D line, linebackers, running backs, and you had T-Bone on one side and you, and the penalties, and then the other side you had Spikes and you had Carlos Dunlap and you had, you know, just these great players. And it was so competitive. If the offense got a yard, you know, the defense was upset. The same on offense. And we, I think I had 15 or 18 plays scripted. It was so intense the violence in that drill, the competitive spirit in that drill, Tebow and spikes barking at each other, and the pouncies, etc. That after one play, I canceled it. I stopped it. Wow! You know, and that's not you know we you know how I am. I use, you know I love that kind of stuff. I want to see yeah. practice go on forever. Yeah. And the coach looked at me. The NFL guy and said, "I've never seen anything like it." So I just split them up. And they got mad at me. The players did because they wanted to keep going, but that'd be crazy someone's going to get hurt. That's the intensity. That's the leadership. That's the toughness of that team. How
1: close are you to some of the guys on that team, Urban?
2: Oh, it's, you know, time moves on. Uh, there's still some guys I, I stay in touch with very regularly. Um, regularly, uh, spikes and T-bar, two of them. But there's many more. And, but everybody's gone on with their lives a little bit. But every once in a while, you know, get a text, or I'll text someone, and when I find out they're around, or we see each other, so. No, not as close as I wish we were, but, you know, life moves on. Um,
1: the other thing about those teams, you, it had such a personality, as you mentioned, but so many of those players went to the NFL. I mean, did you know when, oh, let's start with 06, when 06 rolled around, did you know, you know, you're going to be a pretty good team?
2: No, 06, uh, 06, if you remember, defense was exceptional. Uh, we had a bunch of Ray McDonald and that entire D-line and, Reggie Nelson, you know, who played forever in the NFL, and, uh, but no, I didn't see that coming on offense. Offense, we were in 05, we were, weren't very good at all, In 06, we started very slowly, and then, you know, Chris Leak, we, we got better at all positions around him, and he felt more comfortable running the spread style offense, which is new to him, and uh, no, I didn't see that at all in 06, you know, but well, I did defensively. Oh seven, if you remember, that was just kind of the baby, the oh six recruiting class, and that was the O you know, the oh seven year. We were pretty average, especially on defense. Offense, Tim, won the highest, and we were good. But oh seven, the defense was not very good at all. But those guys were all you know sophomores, and then when they became juniors, watch out. That was a great team.
1: When you, there was so much expectation, you know, when, when Tim came, and then that oh eight season and the the season that I remember coach was o nine because I, I was doing post game shows then as I am now, and getting calls from fans, and it almost seemed like if Florida didn't win you know forty to ten, something was wrong, and as terrific as those o six and o eight teams that o nine team didn't lose to the s e c championship game but was was it as good coaching that group as the others?
2: Oh, the group was fine. It was the, you know, I didn't handle it well, you know, and the players were different, you know, and the reality is when you win a championship and we did it a couple of times, it's a completely different team. Even the same players, it's different. You know, and I've talked to major league baseball uh, managers and NFL coaches and other, actually, a hockey coach one time, we're talking about how hard it is to repeat because everybody changes. Expectations change. And I remember it was actually miserable for a while where, you would win by 14 against Tennessee and I remember I'm answering questions about what happened why why are you know why aren't we playing well and and then I would you know I didn't handle it well either with the players you know I put so much pressure on those players because you know I wanted perfect we all wanted perfection and in case you haven't checked perfection's impossible so <laughs> yeah. yeah we uh, we went undefeated and had a chance and you know that was that was a, you know that was heartbreaking lost to lost Alabama.
1: Uh, Urban Meyer is our guest here. Uh, as Netflix will have a special on Urban's teams that won those national championships in 2006 and 2008. Um, Urban, if I can, he I, can sneak peek a little bit here. When you were interviewed for this, uh, did they talk a lot about the team? Did they talk a lot about some of the off-field stuff? What was the tenor of that when they when they spoke with you?
2: They were very candid. It was uh, at first, you know, I turned it down. I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't know if it was going to, what, what was it going to be the focus? Is it going to be, you know, the narrative that there's a bunch of bad guys or is it going to be, the, you know, the reality that I was one of the great teams in college football history? And after I saw the interview list and the research that they've done, I jumped right into it because I was like, "My, you got, you got, you know, you're interviewing Brandon Seller, Dallas Baker, um, Major Wright, you're talking to Ahmad Black's a big part of this thing. and and then obviously Tim and some other guys. And I was like, now that's exactly who you should be talking to. Uh, so we jumped in at full speed and it's the highs and lows of a major college football program that won a lot of games. and Yeah. The off field stuff is, you know, to a degree covered. Uh, but uh, what I appreciate about it, it's all truthful. It's all, you know, the, one of the Netflix Pearson made a comment and said, these are great kids to deal with. I said, yeah, I know it. So I made some stupid mistakes and we handled them and moved on. And, uh, uh, so it very, it's very, it's a very positive, uh, show, but it does cover the highs and lows of a, uh, four or five year run there.
1: Um, much is made about, you know, how you exited here and you put a lot of pressure on yourself and all of that. What did you learn, you know, as, as you moved on from that urban, what did you learn about how to handle things, you know, as a head coach and the expectation of winning and all that, what did you learn from your experience here?
2: Oh, that I was, you know, a relatively young coach and, you know, you reach the top of the mountain and then, you know, you start experiencing what you believe to be some serious health, serious health danger, not enjoying it. Um, I was an extremist, you know, and I was, I look back now and I was like, my gosh, you know, I thought reflection and I thought time off was a sign of weakness. I never took time off. I never really went on a vacation in their time. I became addicted to sleeping pills just to get the few hours a night of sleep and you know, just cheat if there is something minor, you know, that we could fix, I was all over that as hard as possible. So but you know, I mean I, I look back now on my disappoint I'm disappointed in the way I left. I'm not disappointed at all in the work that I put in because it you know, those players deserve that. Those forever. Think about this Steve. So you got a, you know a couple hundred players that are part of those teams they look back to the rest of their life and say they were national champions and did something that most people will never do. And was it hard? Did we work hard? We worked really hard. Uh, myself, our staff, the most important of those players. Let me leave
1: uh, because if you're, you know, what you do with Fox now, uh, the Pac-12, you know, may have its issues in terms of where it's going to go and their TV rights deal and all that. But Urban, there's some darn good football teams in that league this year. I mean, you look at Washington, you look at Utah, you look at USC. I mean, th- th- that league's pretty darn good this year, isn't it?
2: It's really good. And it's hard to believe that the Pac-12 was—you know—the two—the two main universities are pulling out of that thing. And you know, I'm a Big Ten guy from—you know—my time at Ohio State. We covered the Big Ten quite uh, deep in the Big Noon Kickoff from Fox. But there was a time, Steve, that you could, there was a a lot to be said that the Pac-12 might have been the best football in the country. In the USC days and I mean, shoot, I go way back to the Terry Donahue days at UCLA and to think that those two universities are leaving the Pac-12. And like you said, they're not good teams. There's some great teams out West. And more importantly, there's great players everywhere out West. So I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the new, you know, the new shaping of conferences. You know, I'm, I guess I like the old, the old, uh, Pac-12. I, I used to like the old Big 12 when you had, um, Arkansas and Nebraska playing Oklahoma and Texas. I thought that that was there was a time when that was as good as football. The best players, the best coaches, and national championships and the Heisman trophies came right out of that area. And then for some reason, they got broken up.
1: Last question: I haven't asked you this. How would you handle? I guess you would adapt. Everybody does, but you know NIL and you know you got to protect your own roster now. Uh, it, it's it's tough to coach now in, in a lot of ways, isn't it?
2: Well, I've heard from so many colleagues and, you know, the, the intent is right. You know, players should be reimbursed or, or actually, it's called capitalism. If a player's name and likeness can help people sell cars, sell, you know, uh, whatever you want to sell jerseys, uh, whatever it is on online or, you know, the, the social media stuff, absolutely they, at all sports, not just football. I'd love to see that when it's, when it's capitalism, when it, when I see it used as, You know, inducement and pay for play, that's not what it's all about. And now you're just, you know, the team with the highest bankroll is going to get the player. You know, I just, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about the future of that. Once again, I'm going to say that the intent and purpose of it is absolutely correct. The residual effect of it is alarming. And, I—you you know, I, I know you've heard that from many other coaches as well.
1: Yep. Urban's always a pleasure to have you, and uh, this will be interesting for Gator fans to see when this airs, uh, this Netflix special. So we'll get get you back here as the football season starts, and always appreciate your time. Thanks. You bet, Steve. You got it, Urban. Thank you, Urban Meyer, uh, talking about that Netflix special coming up on his Gator teams that won those two national championships in three years. Twelve fifteen time check. Brought to you by Hayes Shillery. We'll open the phone lines. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF
0: trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. In MLB news, the Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland Athletics will match up for the second game of their four-game bout tonight. The Athletics took the first game yesterday, winning 4-3. Coverage for that game will be right here at 9 p.m. Switching over to college baseball, the College World Series is set as Tennessee stamped their ticket to Omaha last night. To be the last team to reach the tournament. The Gators will play their first game against Virginia on Friday. And lastly, the NHL Finals will continue tonight as the Florida Panthers will try to stay alive in Game 5 after falling in the series 3-1 against the Vegas Golden Knights. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 981FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: If you don't already know
1: about the great work the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka is doing to help at-risk young boys, please give me your attention because I, I get asked that a lot because I, I talk about the, uh, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch during the show. They really do good work. And it's so wonderful to see uh, at-risk young boys turn their lives around, and the Road Heaver Boys Ranch has done that. And you help with that, too, because if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, you can donate it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, and these kids fix up the vehicles, resell them. They learn real-life skills. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donation is tax-deductible, and it does help a really good cause. For more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to R B R. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes tires, even engines, and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
4: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs,
5: all of them bugs. Oh,
6: what is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
7: Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000-square-foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net.
0: Congratulations to Kevin O'Sullivan and Gators Baseball for punching their ticket to Omaha.
5: Hopped up right side of the infield, cags back, Curlin
0: says he has it, and he does, and the Gators have a trip to Omaha. Let the celebration begin. Keep it locked right here as the Gators continue their quest for a second national championship. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now... More Sports Scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Got a great email here from Brian, who says he went to the ball game and one of the greatest pitching performances have witnessed with Waldrop. He says if Florida wins the College World Series, that would give them multiple titles in the Big Three football basketball and baseball are there any other schools that could claim the same? I think the answer is no. maybe Zach can Google that but I don't I think Ohio State has done that I think Michigan has done that um I don't think UCLA I could maybe them, maybe them too. But I don't think anybody's done it uh, multiple times. But we can maybe find that out. All right, we'll open the phone lines three nine two eight two five five. You can email us Russell at WRUF dot com. Rob, hello.
8: Hey Steve. Um I appreciate you cautioning everybody that this is um World Series play, so you better bring your A game and make sure you keep their heads down because you gotta you gotta rumble now. this is for for all the marbles.
1: Well sure. But I mean I, I I think the way that you look at this on paper, and that's all that it is, it is Florida in what would seem to be a favorable bracket, yes. But I'm telling you, Virginia's no picnic. They're a good team.
8: <laughs> no question. Nobody, 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 that, nobody that's there is a picnic, and um, you know you can, you might get a homer there, but those those ballparks, are, that ballpark's deep.
1: Yeah, it's bigger. Very deep. Bigger, but, you know, because of the way, and I don't know if it's the baseballs being made differently or whatever, um, but, you know, it used to be that that was a tough ballpark to get the ball out. It's not as tough now for whatever the reason.
8: Yeah. Well, great interview with uh, Urban, man. It just, you know, brought up a lot of memories. And, God, we were talented back then. I mean, we had – and what he did with that talent was amazing, you know? He, Chris Leak wasn't the most, the, 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 you know, he wasn't a five-star where he could do this now. He was a great quarterback. He could command an offense, led that team straight to a title. He had his special teams performing at optimal level. We we wouldn't have won a title if, if Moss wouldn't have got that block on Steve. It was just an amazing run with Urban, And I'm glad that he acknowledged that he, he didn't like the way he left. And I, I'm sure... People need to go ahead and, and get off the man's back. I mean, what he did for us, nobody else has done. Even Steve Spurrier only won one one title. So, I just I'm rem- I reminisce on it, and I and I re- realize that you know, Billy's got his work cut out for him, but um, hopefully he can get some talent in here that's that's gonna um, at least help us compete. You know what I mean? Steve?
1: Yeah, I mean he Urban will always be a polarizing figure here. there are some who will never forgive him for the way that he left here uh, because you know somehow he's blamed for a 15year run where Florida hasn't won an SEC championship, which is ridiculous. And look, I mean has he done some things you know off the field that you know haven't been great for him? Yes, no question about it. But as I always say to people, you cannot like the guy, and that's okay. You you have every right to not like him, and, you know, whatever he is or isn't. But then when you talk about the two national championships, you pound your chest, you know, because of those championships, he won them.
8: Yep, him him, and Danny. And Danny came to Florida, and he he failed. And um, it goes to show you come to Florida, you got to have a DNA, a special kind of DNA. But you also have to um be like he said he he said he didn't eat lunches, he starved himself, he had to go home he worked he overworked himself, but that was to win titles, and you know you don't have to be to that extreme to win, but you damn sure have to be on that in that on that level i mean he's done it, so he I learned a lot from him, I And mean, you know he said you know when they we practiced the intensity was there, he already knew he didn't need them boys to go at it anymore he he could tell. This was a championship
1: pedigree. So, All right, Rob. really enjoyed it, Steve. Thank yes, sir. You. Thank you for your call. Uh, James said, I appreciated the interview with Coach Meyer. Sometimes it seems like yesterday that he and all those names he mentioned were Gators. I think people need to understand Urban was never a charismatic, nice guy. He's an old-school coach that had laser focus on winning. Sometimes these things are a detriment to your personality, health, and perspective on life. I appreciated what he did as a coach at UF and wish him well. And there are others uh, who, you know, are questioning me for even having him on the show. And that's fine. Stephen says, uh, I think the other bracket may be a little tougher than Florida's. Would you agree? Or both super tough? No, I think on paper, Stephen, that's what it is. I think Florida gets a bit of a break to not have LSU. But, you know, the other thing is Florida didn't play LSU this year. But, you know, sometimes when you have familiarity, it isn't so good sometimes. Uh, William says, the past two starts are what I thought we would be getting from Waldrop. Uh, watching Gator Baseball for 20 years, that's right up there with the best pitching performances I've seen. I agree. Saw Tejeda enter the portal, committed to FSU. Really weak move to enter now, as we're going to Omaha and still playing. This is the difference between kids now and those of 15 years ago. Well, it's also... The portal rules, too, William, in fairness. Uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, and doing it now is wrong. I can't wait to see him suit up for the semis. He can join the loser train with Jordan Carrion. I don't hold anything against Carrion, by the way, or transferring in general. It's about timing and optics. Yeah, it is odd. Uh, you know, like Rene Lastris is transferring, but I, but he was taking BP, you know, with Florida not too long ago. So, you know, yeah, it's... It's definitely different. There's there's no uh doubt about that. Uh William says oh my gosh. Do the Gators have a chance to land another recruit in twenty twenty four? Flory Badunga from the Congo. I think he's friends with Bull. Um I've not seen him with any interest. I think he's a six eight kid. Um I've not seen him with Florida, you know, on his radar, but that's very limited. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes-Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Looking to retire comfortably on your terms? Of course. Then don't buy an annuity.
5: Okay. Has an
0: advisor told you that an annuity will help you retire confidently by providing income?
5: Uh, yeah.
0: Did they also tell you they make a big commission when you buy that annuity? And they might even get a free trip from an insurance company?
5: Uh, no.
0: Might want to ask him about that. You may also want to meet with the team at Talon Wealth. They're fiduciaries that don't sell products. They focus on you and your goals. Compare how you've been doing to their actively managed portfolios and explain all of your options because they only do well when you do well.
5: That sounds fair.
0: Call 352-751-3200, 352-751-3200, or visit
9: guardingyournestegg.com. And remember, don't buy an annuity. Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Florida license D056341.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Maury of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
8: One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to... What services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years I felt like I had to triangulate whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here it it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've I've made into
10: this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome
6: We're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. What is Clear Sound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change, too. Now
9: Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox.
5: Change any time. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet.
6: Additional services can be added at then-current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply.
0: from the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
6: Very hot today, heat indices in the upper 90s and partly cloudy skies well into the afternoon. A few late afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms
5: are expected generally along the I-10 corridor. A few of those cells could get strong tonight, those storms dying out. Partly cloudy and very mild tomorrow morning, lows in the mid
6: 70s. the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
9: And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Is Dalvin Cook been picked up yet? I thought, okay. I know he's been banged up, but the last three years, he's been pretty impressive here. And uh, I saw where he wants uh, more than $5 million a year. Dalvin Cook for $5 million a year? I'll take that. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes.
0: And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
9: This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: All right, we will take your phone calls today, Three nine two eight two five five. You can email Russell at wruf.com. On our clear sound audiology phone line, Byron's here. Byron, hey.
4: Hey, Steve. Always love your interviews and your show, man. Thank you for taking my call. First, Steve, uh, baseball. You know, I heard a guy, some Steve, I don't, I don't like to go to names, but he was just commenting, and it just could be not true, but he said college baseball is now comparable to triple a and he think it is even better so the brand of baseball that they're playing and the gators to advance those some of those guys have been there six years five years and, and i'm not making excuses for anyone but i'm just giving them compliments that those guys are playing some of the best baseball that i've ever seen and if you you've got an effort so you can you know tell me but i talk to scouts and all and secondly steve Great NBA tournament. Maybe I'm just complimenting everybody, but the shooting, the percentage of those guys, that guy joking, never seen nothing in that the, the, the percentage, and they're going to be a great team. I don't know if it's a dynasty. What well, is a dynasty anymore? But uh, hats off to Denver and Miami for the class they showed and just the grit and butler in those guys. And last, Steve, on Urban, you know, Steve, knowing Mouse and uh, I was talking to a guy the other day about Dion. We got into it, and uh, – Uh, I ain't going to say nothing about this, but uh, he called Deanna a pimp, and he's pimping Colorado players. Steve, coaches and we all got into it when I was a little league, and you've been in it, to help guys. I think all of us, not me, but some of us, they got into the money, and they got carried away. But hats off to all coaches. I've done this before. We got into it to help kids. They've changed so many lives, made good guys out of boys that might have been work kind of way with like me and thank you for y'all taking the time junior college coaches all the high school coaches that does this and i think urban got in for that reason and somehow he got messed up heads off to all of y'all dion too thank you steve myron okay. thanks for
1: your call uh lucas says really enjoyed the interview with meyer enjoyed how honest urban was uh, adrian says as usual outstanding interview with urban i may be in the minority here but i've always liked urban still do to this day way too much sanctimoniousness uh, in our uh, Gator nation. Uh, Urban needs to be in the ring of honor. It would be unfortunate if he and those championship teams aren't celebrated on the 50-yard line just about every Gator football season. Darrell says, with all the homers being hit in college baseball, has it ever crossed your mind? Balls are juiced, or do the bats have more pop? Nobody seems to know the answer to that. Darrell, but if you talk to coaches, as I have, uh, they think something's going on with the baseball. Uh, Home runs are definitely up. Uh, Maybe something with the bat, too. Uh, But I do think there's something that needs to be done. I mean, uh, fans love home runs, and, you know, I'm an old pitcher. Um, If a guy's, you know, the, the ball is just being hit incredibly far, Nowadays, but that's what fans seem to like, so I'm not sure that's going to change a whole lot. Uh, BB says Urban's not exaggerating about not sleeping. He can remember heading over to the gym at 4 a.m. on game day, and Urban was pulling out from his house, heading to campus. I, for one, I'm grateful for what he did. Uh, my wife and I ran into Mary Wise at the grocery store last night, reminding me again of how much love and admiration I have for her and Mark, how much they've meant to UF and the Gainesville community. Wish there could be some kind of special award for coaches who have served the university for so long. He said, have they set times for the first few Gator football games? Yeah, they did that, B.B., quite a while ago. Um, I'll do this from memory here. Utah is at 8. I think McNeese is at 7.30. And uh, Tennessee and Charlotte are at 7, I think. Zach, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. Uh, and, of course, Georgia is 330. That those are the only game times that are set so far in Gator football. Mike says need to uh, outlaw dogpiling. The player on the bottom is over 1,000 pounds of weight on top of him. In my opinion, that's more dangerous than fans storming the field after a win. Not even close. If you have thousands of fans storming a field as to opposed, as opposed to, I don't know, 25 kids. And if you're on the bottom of that, and I'm sure there's been an injury, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess you'd have to outlaw it or do something with that, but I'm not too sure that's going to happen. Nobody has talked about the NBA Finals that are now over. Glad for Denver. Glad for Denver. That That's a, you know, you, when a franchise, forevermore, this team will be in folklore for people in Denver. That's so cool. 20 years from now when they have a reunion of this team, you know, it'll be cool to see those guys come back and reminisce about this. And, the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit, and if you would as well. What a great end to the Gator season. Golf, men's tennis, men's tennis, men's track and maybe baseball will all end up with national championships. Pretty amazing when you uh, stop and think about that. But let's talk a little sports here. I know it's getting to that time of the year, you know, second week of June here, getting to dry gulch. But hopefully we'll talk a little MLB or want we'll to talk. You can always talk football. Um uh, 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. I am gonna complete the uh the triumvirate of uh sports nicknames. And I had to remind myself, I think I did uh, football. And I think, I can't remember if I did baseball or basketball. And I don't want to repeat it. But I want to say I did, I, I know football. I think I did baseball. I think we did like say hey kid and all that in the splendid splinter. So basketball will be the uh next one we tackle. And hopefully uh at the top of the hour we're going to talk to one of the play-by-play voices for Virginia baseball. As you get to know a little bit more about their team, but I'm going to tell you they can they, they're good. They've had the same coach for a while. They've had multiple trips uh, to the College World Series under Coach O'Connor. And, boy, they can pitch it. They've got some starters with impressive numbers. And their team ERA in a very competitive ACC is very good, too. All right, let's get uh, to Austin first. Austin, hello.
11: Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, i got a couple things for you. Um, first, uh, congratulations to the data baseball team this weekend and, you know, this season for – you know, almost being out of it when they or in the uh, regional round, you know, to come out of the loser's bracket and that and to fight all the way out of that and then to get to Omaha. That's that's just amazing for this team. And I hope we, you know, can keep it going. But um, I wanted to ask you, like, Virginia, I haven't really seen much of them this year. What's their, like, what's their strength or anything like that?
1: Uh, they're a very, very well-rounded team. Um, they actually hit – Uh, over 330 as a team. Uh, They've got, I think, four guys in their lineup with 10 or more homers. They don't hit as many homers as Florida. But I think their strength is pitching. Their team ERA is less than four. Wow. And they've got three starters who have started 17, 15, 15. Uh, I think there's four guys with 10 or more starts is my point. And the highest ERA among them is less than four. So wow. they're pretty good.
11: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it should be a, a pitching pitcher's duel for sure. Is, is sprout going on that game?
1: He's not announced that yet, but I would imagine that would be the case.
11: Okay. Yeah. Looking forward to a good game. That'll be fun. But, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, the NBA Finals. Um, I, I'm i happy for Denver. I was rooting for the Heat, but, you know, happy for Denver. They hadn't won it before. But, um, you know, I heard, I think it was Stephen A. Smith or something afterwards saying that this is kind of a change now in the NBA to where you don't have to have, you know, the big three stars now. You can just have a team that kind of fits together. And, you know, personally, I like to see that. I, I don't really like to see the big three stars. I like to see a team you know, built from the bottom up when it, that
1: was pretty cool to me. I I see the point he makes. And I guess it just depends on, you know, how far down the list you go when you talk uh, superstars, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you, I mean, obviously you have a really good player playing center Mm -hmm. and then who's their second best player. And I would ask somebody that, who's their second best player?
11: Maybe Jamal Murray?
1: Maybe, and who I would say, yes, right? Mm-hmm. And they've got some good pieces, you know, to go along with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of this team, actually, mm-hmm. that if you look at, you know, their statistics and, you know, how they do what they do, um, it's pretty impressive. But, I mean, that that guy in the middle, you know, averages 30 points a game, that's – pretty good
11: (laughs) it is it is all right well thank you steve enjoy the show as always
1: okay thank you austin yeah if you look at uh what murray has done uh and you know it's it's a good team now caldwell pope has been there you know for a long uh, has been in the the league for a long time kind of like you know porter jr and aaron gordon it's just a it's a good bunch and uh you kind of you kind of like what they did Twelve forty four. Time check brought to you by Hayes-Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM,
3: WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. In college baseball, the College World Series is set as Tennessee stamped their ticket to Omaha last night to be the last team to reach the tournament. The Gators will play their first game against Virginia on Friday. Switching to MLB news, the Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland Athletics will match up for the second game of their four-game series. The A's did take the first game yesterday, squeaking out a 4-3 victory. Coverage for that game will be right here at 9 p.m. And lastly, the NHL Finals will continue tonight as the Vegas Golden Knights will look to put away the Florida Panthers in Game 5 after obtaining a 3-1 lead on the series. That is your Gainesville Center. I'm Kevin Martinez. 98.1
0: 98.1 FM, 850 A.M. W.R.U.F.
1: The people at Southeast Car Agency, the Cousins family, has run that business for 40 plus years. And the first day they open their doors, they're doing the same thing. Now they give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle: the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Been driving one for a long time. I don't endorse anything I don't believe in. In this case, I've driven their vehicles for a long time, and every one I've purchased from them has been really good for me. Because, look, when you purchase a vehicle, it's a lot of money. You want to be happy with what you're driving and drive a good, reliable vehicle. Well, that's what Southeast Cardency brings. But remember, they don't have any new ones. They just have the best and late-model low-mileage vehicles. You can check them out in person by going to test drive them at Northeast 39th Avenue or go online, secars.com. You'll see all the pertinent information there. As well. But what you must do when you see him in person is tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints, so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550 352-400-4550 QC Kinetics
6: What is Clear Sound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss whether it's affecting you or a loved one don't miss what you haven't been hearing there's absolutely no obligation with the two week trial period try your hearing aids before you buy them all UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush
7: Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352 283 8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. So, you just used bug spray in your home. Now what? Well, between the waiting and waiting for things to dry up and keeping your family away from the mess, it hits you. You could have used Zevo. <laughs> Unlike other bug sprays that stick around, Zevo goes from kill to clean in seconds. Plus, it's safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly.
0: Eight of the last 13 college baseball national champions. 13 of the last 17 college football national champions. And 17 consecutive seasons with the most first-round NFL draft picks. Someone should call Webster's and tell them there's a new definition for domination. SEC Sports. Live here. We are ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUM. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, we got about 10 minutes left in this hour.
1: We're going to talk Virginia baseball at the top of the hour, but we got a ways to go here. So let's get a topic that you like, and let's go with it. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Paul emails. Oh, this is a great email, and I'll throw this out. Because I can't give you an answer. All right, Zach, I want you to think of this. He says, if I'm doing public relations for Florida Gator Athletics currently, and I had to put up a picture of one male athlete and one female athlete that would be the face of Gator Athletics, Who would you choose and why? Wow. Wow. I'll say this. I would not want to be tasked with that job. I mean, where do you... It's almost like I can give you more candidates than I can give you to narrow it down. I, wow. I don't know that I could do that. I mean, think of the athletes here. And, you know, sometimes it's a shame that I shouldn't say a shame. But if you're playing golf, you know, that that I mean they won and give them that, but I mean you're not you're not in the spotlight a lot, but could you make a case for an NCAA champion to I mean, yeah. That's a really really good question. D, how are you today?
10: Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, talk NBA Finals with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Steve, I'm, I'm a big NBA fan for Junkie, man. I could watch games all night long. And uh, You know, good for Denver, man. Uh, you know, I remember in uh, early, mid-April, they had lost five in a row. And, you know, there was a lot of people questioning them. And while they were losing, you know, the Lakers were winning. And, you know, with their new lineup with the trades, you know, everybody was picking the Lakers to come out of the West. But, you know, they handled Minnesota in five games. They beat Phoenix in six games. Uh obviously they swept the Lakers and I think that's when a lot of people started to uh you know, take this team seriously and uh, you know, they, they, they beat the Heat man and they the thing about it is, Steve, they never let up. Um the the coach always had an edge about them. He used the underdog role, always kept their head leveled, uh never let them never let the nuggets kind of feel themselves or get too high on themselves and you know, they got a, a superstar that is unselfish. Uh Jamal Murray finally got back from his ACL injury. Uh Bruce Brown to me was probably the pickup of the all season. I don't know how they let the Nets let him get away, but you know, he provided that edge, that dog, that defensive mentality that they needed. Uh, you know, Aaron Gordon was a top pick in Orlando. Now he's the third guy in Denver where he, there's not much pressure. So, um they they, they they got all the right parts around Jokic and uh Like I said, man, they they never uh, let up uh, once they got past Phoenix, man. They always played with an edge. So, like you said, man, 47 years, man. It's it's good to see uh, a small market like Denver uh, finally taste uh, the NBA championship.
1: It is. And, and, you know, they did something uh, in this. And I I like the statistic because I think it's a good one. If you take a combined average of points, rebounds, and assists per game, the big fella here, 52.9. That's the second most in league history. Only Wilt Chamberlain in 1967 had more. That's I mean, that's what he brings, and that's why he's a multiple MVP because of that. But yes, and you know, I'm not taking anything away from Michael Malone, but I, I'll bet you if you had 100 people and said, who's the coach of the Denver Nuggets, Ninety-five of them would know it's Michael Malone unless you were an NBA guy. So, you know, hats off to him, and I and I agree with you in terms of the roster makeup. They have a lot of, you know, people that play. They're uh, good role players on this team. Um, so, yeah, good, good, good chemistry and good mix.
10: Yep, and uh, you know, Steve, all all you hear about is these these players have to run to big markets to win, like New York, L.A you know, wherever you want to go. But, you know, two of the last three years, uh, you know, Giannis in Milwaukee and now Jokic in Denver. Uh, you don't need to be in a, a, a big market to win, man. You, you you know, you get a small market, uh superstar in a small market, and if he's surrounded by the right cast, he can win. So that's that's good for the NBA, man. It, it, gives, it gives smaller markets hope that uh, they can win. So uh, it, it, it's just good for the league, man. You know, no dominant team. Nobody knew who was going to win. So Again, man, hats off to Denver, man. They deserved
1: it. You know what's overlooked here, 2D? In this uh-huh. in this world of you win an NBA championship and get fired a year later or two yeah. years <laughs> later, I think I'm right. You can look it up. This is either his seventh or his eighth or his eighth year in Denver. They had patience. Yeah. Yep. They just didn't go for the quick fix. They put a good roster together. And the scary thing is a lot of these guys in this roster are in their twenties, if they stick together and don't get hurt. So, pretty good. Yep. Because go, Steve, appreciate you, D. Thank you. Uh, Dick is going to be our final call of the hour. Hi, Dick.
12: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Great show. Yep. Um, the answer the answer to your question. It, it's almost impossible to do the female and, and male athlete because you have so many sports. for good. My my initial thing for the was for the, for the men was going to be Fred Biondi, but. I'm going to go with Caglioni from for baseball because it's a more visible played sport, and you know he, he had, he's had a unbelievable year. And I would go with Skylar Wallace. I'm going with two spring sports, Skylar Wallace and the softball team because I don't think we've ever had a first team All American softball player, right, in in the history of the program.
1: Say again. I'm sorry.
12: I don't I don't think we've had a first team All American, I mean we haven't had the. Uh, National Player of the Year before, right? No, not not like this year. No, she's a, she's a first, I think, right? National Player of the Year. I think so. And I would say, and I would say Caglione with, you know, what he's done pitching for us, and then, you know, I think he tied or broke a school record in home runs or an SEC record, and you know, he's been great at the plate. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, that one's a little bit of reach. I kind of like Fred Biondi a little more, but I don't know. It, that's hard.
1: It's very hard. I mean, if you yeah. you know Trinity Thomas. Uh, you know, yeah, know, there's a lot of places you could go. I mean, somebody – look at Parker Valby for what she's done in cross-country and track. I mean, I mean it is, yeah. you're right. It, I yeah. mean, then that's why I kind of did it and why I read the email because that's – it's not impossible, but you could go a lot of different ways and be right. It's,
12: it's pretty close to being impossible. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Yeah, yeah. All right, great show, Steve. Thanks,
1: Blake. Yep, Dick, thank you. Yeah, John says Trinity Thomas and BT Ryapel, which is interesting. Mark says, outside the running back room, I'm stumped a bit in answering this question. Who'll be the second strongest position group on the football team? Maybe you could say wide receivers with Pearsall back and some promising but unproven freshmen. Still don't love our safety room. Tight ends are eh. Offensive line need to replace garage and Torrance. Quarterback room is meh. And linebacker group is still a few cycles away uh, from having good some, some dogs. Maybe it's a tie with our corners and wide receivers. What do you think? Mark, I'll throw that out in the second hour. Okay? If most people think the, the the running back room is the strongest, best, whatever adjective you want to use, position on the team, what do you think is the second deepest or best position going into uh, the Gator football season? Good question. Uh, okay, that's hour one. Our thanks to Urban Meyer for being part of it. We hope you'll stick around and join us to talk more sports in Hour 2. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor join us at odyssey as we all do our one thing together millions of things for our planet cut up six-pack rings and reduce your
7: use of plastic to keep it out of waterways and oceans when we each share our one thing it becomes a million things for our planet what's your one thing
5: this father's day find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard from steel mowers and blowers to trimmers and chainsaws our ak homeowner system of battery-powered equipment has a range of tools dad is sure to love Visit your local steel dealer and save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Now just $149.99. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Was $199.99 MSRP. set includes AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger. Offer valid for a limited time, at participating dealers while supplies last.
9: You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how he's helped so many small businesses with the ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for many kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, and so many more. Government data experts have estimated that 86% of small businesses were likely eligible to receive an ERC tax credit. The challenge is cutting through all the red tape to get your money. Innovation Refunds has specialized tax attorneys who are experienced in government application tax returns. To start the process, you have to go to GetRefunds.com. No upfront charge. They don't get paid until you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Welcome to Sports
0: Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports. And have some lunch on ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, and eight fifty AM, WRUF.
1: Welcome into hour two of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Zach is going to produce it. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us. Hope you enjoyed uh, our top of the hour, twelve o'clock interview with Urban Meyer. Uh, Netflix will come out with that Gator special here coming up pretty soon. Uh, again, a, an emailer earlier on had said uh, if you had to name one female athlete, one male athlete uh, to as a, for a picture for Gator Athletics this year, who would it be? Tony says Fred Biondi and Trinity Thomas. Um, and we've had some others if you want to throw that out there. Um, Andrew says, why does the WNBA take charter flights? Why not? Wouldn't and wouldn't you want a charter flight? He says if you can't create profit, get rid of it. XFL might be canceled if they can't create profit quickly. Um. So. Was I right? Okay, all right. Um. Well, look. I'm not an executive for any league or anything like that, but. They. Rightfully so. I think some of the players in the league squawked um, because they didn't have charter flights a lot. And they only provided I think charters for the finals. But they're going to provide more. And that's what they should do. Well, Florida will play Virginia in the College World Series. The Cavaliers a team that's been to the World Series several times over the last few years. One of the radio voices, Adam Hawes, now joins us to talk about the Cavs. Adam, welcome. Thanks for doing this.
13: Hey, how's it going, Steve?
1: How are you? I'm doing well, and I appreciate you doing this. Uh, congratulations, by the way, uh, getting back. You know, just look at the, at the numbers, Adam, uh, pitching stands out to me. I mean, you got four guys that have logged most of the starts. Knock on wood, that means guys have been healthy all year long. In this day and age to have a team ERA under four is incredible. So let's start on the mound. Give me the give me the scoop with Virginia here.
13: Yeah, well, I mean, the story of the postseason for this Virginia team has really been the starting pitching between the three guys, uh, Nick Parker, Connolly Early, and Brian Edgington. I mean, they have just I mean, it seems like they constantly one up each other every time they go out on the mound. You had early close out, the Regional Edgington pitched a complete game to close out the super regional. Both of them just turning in stellar performances. So you're right. I think the pitching is really what has made this team specifically so strong and why they've been advancing to Omaha. Uh, so the bullpen has it's not been shaky, but it's certainly not the strength. So I do wonder as this team you know plays better competition and maybe some of the better bats get to the starters a little bit more than maybe they have in the, the previous two rounds, how that bullpen's going to hold up. But they've still got some great options in the back end. Um, but, yeah, the pitching overall has really carried them to this point to Omaha.
1: And certainly, if you look at, you know, sheer numbers, uh, hitting over 330, uh, I think f- four guys with double-digit home runs. What do you make of this team offensively?
13: You know, I think it's a really great lineup top to bottom. Um, obviously you, you get guys like Jake Geloff that get a lot of the headlines, but if you really dig in, there's some guys that maybe get overlooked. I mean, certainly Kyle Teal is not overlooked, ACC player of the year. He's probably the most consistent bat in the lineup, obviously, but it really starts at the top of the order too. Griff O'Farrell's got over a hundred hits on the season. Uh, him and Kyle Teal are actually two of the only three Virginia players ever to get a hundred hits in the same season. Uh, and they did it this year. So, I mean, they're just – they're seeing the ball super well. And then Ethan Anderson, I think, is really overlooked as well. He may be their best hitter right now with the NCAA tournament he's had. He hit two home runs in the Super Regional. Um, I I think the middle of the order has been so productive that it allows guys maybe to swing a little bit freer at the bottom of the order or what. But whatever it is, they've got some power. You know, they don't have – quite the power that the Gators have, obviously, but they've got some pop, uh, but they've been really clutch, and and you saw it in the last two games against Duke in the Super Regional uh, when they put up, what, 26 runs in two games. So they can score in bunches, and I think it's really balanced top to bottom too.
1: Adam, I've got an email here, uh, I'm presuming a Gator fan, and uh, he says, uh, isn't Virginia's nickname the Cavaliers – but yet they're called the Wahoos. Can you ask your guests why that is? Okay, I'm asking my guest why that is. Uh,
13: I may not get all the details correct, but it's my understanding that a long time ago, I think, Virginia and Washington and Lee, it may have even been a baseball game. I'm not sure of the sport exactly, but some of the Washington and Lee fans were not too pleased with the antics of the Virginia fans. And so they called them a bunch of Wahoos. And for some reason, that name just stuck. Now, I I don't, like I said, I could be missing a few key details. But while it's not the official nickname, like you said, the Cavaliers, most people will will just call them the the Wahoos or the Whoos, quite frankly. Uh, If you're talking about the Whoos, you just say Go Whoos. So that's kind of what the shorthand is um, I hope that answers your guest question yeah it does like I said I'm not I'm not 100% on the details
1: no it's not, it, it, not, it, it not let, the
13: understanding that I have if
1: you were bluffing it's a good bluff I'd have bought it so <laughs> that, that's good uh, you know Brian O'Connor much like Kevin O'Sullivan you know has been with Virginia for a long time and he's had great success there obviously what kind of a guy is he and uh, how is he in, in working and in getting along with his players
13: um, I mean, I'm always surprised at the relationship he seems to have with his players. And I think the number one thing that, his, that he has stuck to every team that he's had has made it to Omaha is his deference to his players. And just the pride, I think, that he makes sure that they have and he has when they put on a Virginia baseball uniform. That seems to be the number one priority when he when he's building this program. You know, the wins have come and gone. They've had up years and down years, but I think his attitude has always been respect for the university and the program. And I think it reflects in his players, you know, they have fun, but they, they certainly take their position at the university seriously, you know, representing the university. Now they've done it on the biggest stage time and time again. So I think that's the one thing that stuck out to me, but also his willingness to adapt, you know, he's had some long time assistance, but he, he brought in, A new pitching coach a few years ago, Drew Dickinson, who has really helped that pitching staff out the last few seasons. And he seems, you know, just as excited about the game as ever, you know, 20 years in now. So I think the combination of his, you know, youthful exuberance, but his respect for his players and their respect for him has really just transformed into Virginia baseball, where he is synonymous with the program now.
1: Adam, who will get the ball game one? And whoever that is, tell us about him.
13: I think it's going to be Nick Parker, if I had to guess. Um, he pitched Game One of the Super Regional. He pitched the one-zero game in the Charlottesville Regional. He has sort of become the de facto ace of the staff, uh, and I use that term sort of in air quotes, just because all three guys have performed uh, ace-wise, you know. But he, you know, he doesn't have stuff that blows you away. But he is one of the most experienced college pitchers now. You know, he was a transfer in from Coastal Carolina. He had a big game last year in the tournament, uh, and and then he's carried it into this year. Seems like every time he goes out on the mound, he gives him a quality start. He'll mix in a few pitches, you know, low 90s fastball, but he's very crafty and he's got multiple different secondary pitches, be it a change up, a slider, maybe even a bigger breaking ball to go to. And he doesn't overpower guys, but I think his craftiness and just his ability to change speeds and, and change pitch types, has helped keep hitters off balance. And so I'm expecting him to get the ball in game one against the Gators just because kind of feels like that game one in Omaha is so important. You know, if you lose that first game, you're right on your heels immediately. You need to get off to the best start. It seems like O'Connor has gone to Parker when the biggest, uh, I guess, game is on the line or when they really feel like they need a win. So – That's kind of who I expect to get the ball. I expect it to be Nick Parker.
1: Adam, last two questions. Uh, You know, sometimes a a thing that's overlooked in a team is its defense. You're fielding, I think, 975, 977, whatever it is. Is this a good defensive team?
13: I think it is. You know, I I think that it starts out in center field. Ethan O'Donnell covers a lot of ground. Um, they're, They're just solid all around. You know, maybe not a standout guy here or there, but you're not really going to play unless you can field the ball for Brian O'Connor. So he, he's not really surrendering anything defensively with many of these guys. Uh Obviously Teal has started every game behind the plate and he's, he's proven that I think he is one of the better catchers, even defensively too. Uh And he's got a great relationship with all his staff, just, you know, solid defensively with the capability of making some great plays as well. But I think solid defense is a staple under Brian O'Connor as well.
1: Last question. Um, Has there been a player on the team that maybe wasn't expected to do as well as he has or, you know, became a starter? Is there a player like that on the team?
13: You know, I, I think if I had to pick one, it might be Ethan Anderson. He was certainly expected to be the starter. He was a starting first baseman in, in DH last year. But I think the season that he has had has really helped take this team to the next level. Because last year they had, you know, Geloff and Teal in the same lineup. Teal didn't have as good a year as he did last year. And sometimes I felt like that lineup just had some holes in it. But with that, with his production in the middle of the order, I think really just elevates this offense to one of the best in the country because you can't pitch around Geloff, you can't pitch around Teal, with that guy right behind him. And as I said, he may be the hottest hitter on the team right now. So while I think he was expected to be good, you know, he's a second-year player, you kind of expect improvement. I think he's really broken out and kind of cemented himself in the middle of that order, which really helps uh, the lineup. And when they score runs in bunches, obviously, as they did in the Super Regional, it shows just how deep the lineup is.
1: It'll be game two uh, when the World Series opens up, Florida and Virginia. Adam, appreciate your time and letting Gator fans know about the Cavaliers or the, the Who's. So uh, <laughs> thanks a lot for doing it, man.
13: Thank you, Stephen. Congrats to you guys as well. Looking forward to the game on Friday.
1: Okay, thank you, Adam. Adam Hawes talking uh, Virginia Cavalier baseball. Uh, the rest of the day, it'll be us, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wref.com. Uh I got to watch a little bit uh, because... Virginia and Duke were it was early, uh, and got a chance to watch some of that. And uh, you know, Duke won the first game, and they had a chance to knock Virginia out at Virginia. But give them credit; they came back, and uh, this is a good team that Florida will face. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jellery, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM. WRUF
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
3: W.R.U.F. Good afternoon. I'm Kevin Martinez. In college baseball, the World Series is set, and the teams like Wake Forest, LSU, and Tennessee qualifying, there is bound to be fireworks. The Gators will play their first game against Virginia on Friday to start their race for the championship at Omaha. Switching to MLB news, the Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland Athletics will match up for the second game of their four game series. The Rays will send Jalen Beaks on the mound tonight. Coverage for that game will be right here at 9 p.m. And lastly, the NHL finals will continue tonight as the Vegas Golden Knights and Florida Panthers will clash for game five of the series. The Knights are coming into the game with a 3 1 series lead. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM W R U F.
1: Well, if you've heard me talk about my health care federal credit union, you know I've been a member for over 30 years. They've taken care of all of my banking needs. They can do the same for you if you are a healthcare worker or a family member of a healthcare worker. Don't forget, summertime's here, vacation time. If you want some more money in your pocket for that family trip, well, this is a great way to do it at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Because right now, they have a summer skip-a-pay offer for your July HCFCU loan payment. Go online at myhfcu.org and click on the summer skip-a-pay link. Complete it. Return the form by the deadline date to the credit union. That's so all you have to do. It is just that easy. You can keep that extra cash and make summer just a little bit nicer and make your money go further over the summer. Another example of the perks and friendly people you'll find at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. To find out more, go to myhcfcu.org. Myhcfcu.org.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Maury of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I
9: got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and, and uh, they are truly wonderful.
5: There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional
9: Dentistry for him. No one. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This This is more like having my teeth back again
5: Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made-in-the-USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polaris
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
7: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no hassle, no overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission keeping cars on the road since 1928 call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com this is hub brown dean of the college of journalism and communications here at the university of florida and you are listening to espn 981 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators
0: it's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. R
1: right, U I'm going to jump on Mark's email here, which is outside of the running back room. What's the second strongest position group on the 2023 Gator football team? So what do you think it is or what do you think it's going to be? Three nine two eight two five five. You can email us, Russell, at WRUF.com. Mike says, Yesterday I heard Dooley say the Gators got a big-time football recruit. Looked it up. It was a three-star offensive lineman. I'm not saying he might not end up being a good player, but Georgia's getting five-star after five-star lineman. Yes. And that doesn't change Overnight, either. That's, I mean, I I think Billy Napier has done a good job in recruiting. Has it been elite to this point? No. Certainly better than what, you know, Dan had done here. And, again, they're just... What a lot of talent on that roster. And there are some guys who are going to the NBA, uh, the NBA to the NFL, but are they – there's just not a lot of them. Look, I mean, look at the number of players Georgia has and Alabama has compared to what Florida has. Tony will join us next. Hi, Tony.
14: Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, Steve, as far as the second-best position, unit, you know, I was looking at this preseason list, and they listed – um. Princely, you, McNeilian, and Justin Spoon as like two of the top 10 and edge rushers in D1. So you put them along with the development of a, that I expected McClellan and Sappy, and I think that the D line is clearly like the number two. Don't you think?
1: I would have to lean towards that. And, and I think the thing that you have to look at here with most of these groups. There's an if involved, right? I don't think there's a the the running back room does have proven commodities, and look, you you even have a proven commodity at quarterback. I mean, Mertz was a starter in the Big Ten. It isn't like he was a bench warmer, you know, coming from you know Podunk U. But the but his numbers. You know, didn't run at you, and he, you know, he had a pretty high interception rate. So I see why there's question, but I do think you're at a point now where can some of that young talent that we saw flash a little bit last year develop, you know, more consistency. And if that happens, obviously they'll be better. Yeah, but also
14: got that transfer from Memphis, also who's supposed to be doing pretty good. Um, Steve, have you ever thought
1: or can you think of a more gut-wrenching way to lose a game than what happened to Texas yesterday? No. I, I, my heart just went out to Texas for, over that. Uh, it, just a terrible, terrible way after fighting like that and playing you a know, back-and-forth yeah. game like that. you know, It happened to me um, in a similar way. I was coaching high school baseball. We were in the district tournament and we played extra innings and we lost on a wild pitch in extra innings. Oh, God. So, yeah, I I've I've experienced that. But that but at that not at that level and that's too bad because that was a tremendous yeah. series and you know, you can question Stanford having, you know, their guy throw 150 something pitches or whatever, but you know, they're in the college world series. Yeah,
14: it was a very fun series. We had the buck off there with Neely uh, a few weeks ago, but that was just one game. I mean, this is for the Supers, you know, the third game. Unbelievable. Um, speak, speaking of the baseball team, um, what do you think Sully's going to do in center field, man? TV Ameritrade's a huge ballpark. Wyatt um, got lost on about three or four balls, man. Kind of scared me a little bit. Um, do you think he goes back to Robertson being – the baseball field that they're going to be playing at. And it's not like, you know, if Richie was hitting the cover off the ball and might, you know, make the decision by itself, but Richie kind of struggled at the plate over the weekend, And do you think that he just goes um, for the defense and brings Zach Robinson for uh, the series?
1: It's funny you mentioned that because that was going to be a talking point of mine later in the week. Uh, he okay. Sully has seemed to push – the right buttons at the right time uh, to make this team successful. If, and he would never ask me, I think Koffer, you know, did his job. And, you know, I, I think we've seen Robertson really struggle, you know, not putting the ball in play. But if it were me, I would go back to Robertson in center because Halter's hitting a little better now, it seems. So if you have to sacrifice some offense for some defense in that situation, I'd be okay with that. That's what I would do, but we'll see.
14: I am in 100% agreement with you. That's what I would do. Even the American's a huge ballpark. Wyatt plays a beautiful left field. Um, Get Robinson back in there and, uh, you know, go from there, man. Yeah, I, I I'm and I think the
1: other thing to with, that, with that, too, Tony, is, I mean, Shelley isn't a great outfielder either. You know, he's adequate. But, you know, you want somebody in center field. And not that Wyatt can't cover ground. I just think Robertson's just a better defender. And I think with a with a ballpark of that size, you need to cover more ground to help, you know, Shelley and right field a little bit. So, again, I think that's why you put Robertson out there.
14: Exactly. Hey, Steve, real quick, on a, uh, on a three-man booth in comparison with a two-man booth, because I think you, Sean, and Jeff could do a three-man booth awesome. On what type of challenges does that present itself, being a three-man compared to a two-man booth? Um, uh,
1: well, I think, it? first of all, knowing what your role is. If you watch you know ESPN in the three-man booth, you, you uh-huh. don't ever want to step on the play-by-play person. And you have to kind of know, and it's just—it's a feel, you know. Jeff and I have done so many games together that we don't step on one another. We never do. It's just—it's just an inherent thing. We kind of know, you know, what the other is going to do. But when you have a three-person booth, it doesn't mean it can't work. But you kind of have to know, you know, when I'm when when the other person is going to chime in. You know, there there's you certainly have eye contact with with that. But that's like anything else. That's just, you know, working together and kind of knowing, you know, what, what, the, what the good and bad is of what you're going to do.
14: It's kind of like a, a manager with uh, three stud pictures, man. The intermission has an embarrassment of riches with you guys, man. Keep it up, buddy. We love you guys. Take All right, care, Tony, man. thank
1: you. Yeah, it's – I mean, I, I've said this, and I don't mean this in any negative way, but, you know, I'm not going to be doing the broadcast. It's killing me. But that's just how it is. Uh, 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of
0: Journalism and Communications, ESPN 981 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities
3: you used to
1: enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics
0: That's 802-341-4542.
6: What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer
9: match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Introducing multi-gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Limited availability in select areas. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
6: Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville in North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at Meldonlaw.com. Again, that's meldenlaw.com. Melden Law, we won't back down.
0: the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
9: Very hot today. Heat indices
5: in the upper 90s under partly cloudy skies well into the afternoon. A few late afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms are expected generally along the I-10 corridor. A few of those cells could get strong tonight. Those storms dying out, partly
6: cloudy and very mild tomorrow morning. Lows in the mid-70s. In the UF Weather Center, i meteorologist Megan Borowski. <laughs>
0: And now the, 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 the Dan
9: Patrick Show.
7: Dan
9: Patrick. <laughs> Is Dalvin Cook been picked up yet? I thought, okay. I know he's been banged up, but the last three years, he's been pretty impressive here. And uh, I saw where he wants uh, more than $5 million a year. Dalvin Cook for $5 million a year? I'll take that. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9,
0: right here on WRUF.
6: This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
1: John says, when the Florida track teams won the NCAA championship in 2022, Coach Mike Holloway was being interviewed by NBC with his team celebrating just behind him. The celebration made it hard to conduct the interview. Holloway turned around and quietly said, Guys, it immediately got quiet. He finished the interview shortly thereafter. The celebration picked up with Holloway joining in. He's a class act, and his athletes respect him. He's as good a coach as there is. In any sport. Agreed. Agreed. And if you heard him yesterday here on the show, uh, he, he said something to me that spoke volumes. Because he said, you know, we've had female athletes here tell the male athletes what to do. That and this is the way we do things here. That says something. Um Bob says the next best position on the team may be special teams because other than the running backs all other positions are very weak at this time. As far as recruiting, you mentioned we got a big time three-star lineman. That's no, that's not what I said, that's what somebody else had said apparently. I don't think you can say Napier's done better than Mullen. Would anybody agree with that? Does anybody think that Mullen, I'm I'm sorry, that Napier has not done a better job in recruiting than Dan had done? Now, I will say this. 24-7, 2024 recruiting. Florida right now is not doing well. They're 23rd. Long way to go. But if you if you look at it, it's interesting. Normally the SEC dominates the top 10 and Georgia is number 1, LSU is number 7, and that's it. Tennessee's 11, South Carolina's 14, Alabama is 16, Arkansas is 17. If you go back to 2023, and look at the recruiting rankings okay well guess who was number one Alabama and there Alabama, Georgia LSU and Tennessee all finishing in the top 10 Florida at 14 better than Texas A&M better than South Carolina better than Florida State now that doesn't include transfer portal, things like that. But, again, I will ask this, what is the second best position group on this Gator football team if you think that the running back room has the best? Three nine two eight two five five. 8255 email srussell at wruf.com. Harold uh, emails. This is interesting. Think about this, Zach. He says, who's the best gator in the NFL right now? Does somebody just come to mind? I think the answer is no. I think there's some good players from Florida in the NFL, but I don't know that you've got a superstar player in the NFL. So, I don't know. It's just a,
6: in in, in this
1: draft, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think, top of my head here. And I don't know that one just pops out, does it? I mean, I'll tell you who's had a good... Alex Anzalone's done a good job in Detroit. Um, Damian Pierce certainly had a nice year. So maybe he'd be there. Uh, Van Jefferson was hurt. Yeah, I mean, so just again, just I don't know that somebody just, you know, jumps out there. But maybe some of these new guys will... uh, You know, Evan McPherson, a kicker, but he's had a solid career. Maybe him. So, I don't know. But now, uh, Gardner Johnson had a pretty productive... Especially toward the end of the year, too. But I don't know... The guy who could is Kadarius Toney because he's in that offense right I mean if th- he he could emerge but I don't know that there's a Gator player that just you just go wow you know that's playing in the NFL right now and you know who quietly like look at Elam first round guy right and he's been okay he had been hurt a little bit you know with Buffalo Kyle Pitts would have been the one to come to mind right away but he was hurt But I think before he was hurt, he and Van Jefferson, probably the two. That's a great question. Um, And maybe Kyle Trask gets a chance to start. Who knows? Joe says, I see two women in the dugout during Gator baseball games. What's their job for the team? Uh, I will tell you what one of them is. I don't know what the other one is. Um, But I will, before I answer the question, I'll try to find that out. Um, John says nobody really knows until the recruits have actually played. I'm thinking Napier is miles ahead of Mullen when judging recruiting. Defensive backs are my position group behind the great running backs room that we have. Peyton says, What makes a New Yorker, New Jerseyan, cheer for the Mets, Islanders, Nets as opposed to the main New York teams like the Yankees, Rangers, and Knicks? I bet I, I get asked that a lot. Um, I think what I can only tell you in my case what happened. When I was growing up in my infancy, the Yankees were still very good. And the New York Giants were still very good. The New York Knicks weren't. The New York Rangers weren't. And then when the new teams came around, the Mets and the Jets, well, they weren't very good either. But what made them get fan the, in baseball, fans just wanted a National League team. This would never happen today. The Mets outdrew the Yankees, who won the pennant. They won the pennant. The Mets' first year, they lost 120 games. The Yankees won the World Series. They beat the Giants. The next year, the Yankees were in the World Series and lost to the Dodgers. The next year, the Yankees were in the World Series and lost to the Cardinals. And the Mets outdrew them. There was a void for National League Baseball, and I think... And again, can you believe me saying this? I think fans got a little bored. The Yankees just won all the time. Can you imagine that now? And the Jets were not very good until Joe Namath. And then with the Islanders, you know, they won four Stanley Cups in a row. I think. So if you were younger and you grew up on the island, well, obviously you, you know, rooted for the Islanders. And if you were a National League fan, you kind of were drew to the Mets because the Dodgers and Giants, you know, were National League teams. I think that's how that works a little bit. For me, my family was entirely Yankee fans. And then when they fired Yogi Berra as manager, that set them off. Set it off. Um... So I hope that answers the question. Andrew says, does it seem like Napier like a coach? Is like Coach O of LSU. He needs to get OC and DC or we're done. What coach doesn't need that? Name me a coach who doesn't need that. Look how many offensive and defensive corners Nick Saban's gone through. Why? Because they're good. Now, it helps when you have talent. But he, why, why? I don't understand why some fans think of Billy Napier as some, you know, dumb guy that can't coach. Yeah, he's very—he's not di, not a dynamic speaker, and he's not. But neither you think Nick Saban's a dynamic speaker? Does anybody? Does anybody in Alabama care that he's not a dynamic speaker? When you win, that cures an awful lot. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes. Final segment coming up ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
10: Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. The College World Series bracket is set as Tennessee defeated Southern Miss 5-0 in Game 3 to punch their ticket to Omaha. Among the Omaha A are three SEC teams, with the Florida Gators facing off with Virginia in Game 2 on Friday at 7 p.m. Moving over to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Oakland Athletics tonight for Game 2 of a four-game series. You can catch coverage right here at 9 in the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights are just one win away from making history and winning their first-ever Stanley Cup title. Meanwhile, the Florida Panthers, down 3-1 to in the best-of-seven series, will look to extend the finals by winning the road game and earning one on home ice. That's your Gainesville Sports Center.
7: I'm
0: Ellie Schur. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM
7: WRUF. IDC's giving you a reprieve from sky-high interest rates with an unbelievable offer right now. 0% interest financing on practically everything. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all designer jewelry, even GIA-certified diamonds. Buy now and get fast, easy 0% financing for five years. That $9,000 engagement ring comes to just $150 a month. You can even finance the sales tax. Say no to high prices and high rates. Get the guaranteed best price and enjoy zero interest financing only at International Diamond
6: Center. This 0% finance offer at IDC is insane. People are driving for hours to do this it's five years zero interest financing whether you spend three thousand bucks or thirty thousand you can spread your payments over five years with zero in interest and this includes every diamond at idc all shapes from one carat to 20 carats gia certified diamonds get the extreme value price idc is known for for a limited time enjoy five years zero interest financing now through july 2nd at international diamond center
7: at celebration point Unapproved credit
6: what is Clear Sound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare care workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My healthcare federal credit union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida health care workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more.
7: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. The Gators.
9: CO2
5: pitch. See you again. Lucky number 13. And Waldrop
0: with a smile. The Who's. Live from Omaha. The College World Series. First pitch is Friday night at 7, right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: Okay, we got our last segment here, 392-8255. I think I'm right, Uh, the two women in the dugout. One, I think, is a trainer, and the other is nutrition. I believe I'm correct in that. Uh, Okay, a couple of emails here, and then I'm going to have to see if we get other emails or calls here. Uh, Josh says, "Who who do you think is the favorite in the College World Series? Oh, boy. Well, I think Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest has been uh, the best team in the country for most of the year. I would probably say they're the favorite, but many times favorites don't win. And I mean, look, did anybody think Oral Roberts would be in this? And I'll tell you what. I didn't see Tennessee in this either. I did see LSU because much like Florida, their pitching got a little bit better because after Skeens, they really struggled. But you heard Chris Blair yesterday, their radio voice, uh, talk about the fact that their pitching did get better and that certainly uh, helped them out. So, But, I mean, you got to get hot at the right time. That That's part of it. And you just the, the right regional, just everything has to go right for you. And think about it. Tennessee last year was the team that everybody thought was going to do great, and they didn't finish the job. And by the way, later in the week, I hope, going to get uh, my buddy Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal up there to talk a little uh, Tennessee. So uh, – that's what we're going to do. All right. I only have two more emails here. And I got about mm, seven minutes. So these are going to be either A, really long answers to emails. Um, but actually one is an MLB question, which I'm stunned. But here is the other email. Barry says, Steve, I've been a longtime listener of I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy your interviews. I think you do a great job at that. And I love the guests that you get. And I hear you also sometimes talk about not getting a call or not talking about a sport. What's the sport that you think people don't talk about that they should talk more about? Ooh, that's tough. Look. We're in a college town, right? I'm a big baseball guy, and I would love to, you know, come on here and say, "Hey, who do you think right now is the leader in the MVP for the American League or National League? Who you know who's pitched the best?" But I don't know that anybody would 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 even comment on that. That's that's just, you know, this time of the year, I would certainly hope baseball would get a lot of discussion, Major League Baseball. But it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, NFL training camps, unless you're talking Anthony Richardson or maybe another Gator in it, no one cares about OTAs or mini camps. They just don't. So it, it's just seasonal for me. Like this time of the year, but because Gator baseball's doing so well, Major League Baseball is not going to get, you know, a, a great deal of conversation. But there's some great stories in baseball because there's a lot of players who are having great years and a lot of teams that are either overachieving, like maybe I think the Rangers, Arizona, and underachieving, like my Mets. So, yeah. And by the way, there is, speaking of baseball, there's no coincidence to me the Texas Rangers are better because of who's managing them. makes a difference. And I really thought in the Mets case of hiring Buck Showalter, and look, Buck Showalter got them to the playoffs last year. But I didn't like this roster. I said that from the start because you can't rely on guys who are old like Verlander and Scherzer to continue doing what they're doing. And they made the right decision when they unloaded DeGrom. So kind of tough. But, but probably, to answer the question, it would just be seasonal in in football season there's not a lot of talk about the NFL because we're in a college town that totally makes sense. But there's just not overall a lot of talk. Like I think the Denver Nuggets story is great. And look, when the Heat are in it, when you know the Panthers are in it, that, that that's good. And then you also have ten people wounded and shooting after the Nuggets won the title. Why? I don't know if you saw this. Alabama has hired a new baseball coach. Maryland's coach. They didn't give Coach Jackson, the interim, a chance to be the head man. So that's where they're going. And he's been very successful at Maryland. Um, Good team. So, again, they go after uh, Maryland and Georgia went after LSU's pitching coach. So a couple of new faces in the league that we will see. So we'll see what happens. Rob Vaughn is who is leaving um, to coach Alabama. And apparently, uh, Maryland has gone right away to replace their guy, Matt Swope, who's been on their staff for a while. He'll replace Rob Vaughn. And our final email belongs to Barry. And he says, the second best position on the Gator football team, I think will be defensive backs. I think that unit will surprise this year and be good. He said to me, what do you think is the weakest position? Hmm. That's a good question. Let me ponder that. I don't know if there's a weak, but I mean, there, I don't care if you have great players. There still is a weakest position. Hmm. I don't know. i have to think about that a little bit. Great question, though. Today, we're going to tell you about tonight first. Rays and the suddenly hot Oakland A's. The A's have a terrible record but they just beat the two best teams in the NL Central and they beat the Rays last night. So we'll have that game tonight at 9 o'clock same thing tomorrow and then we'll have a Thursday afternoon game that will not affect sports team but the Rays and A's will be at 3 o'clock so they're in in Oakland for 4. And of course Friday we are going to carry the entirety of the College World Series. You'll hear Oral Roberts and TCU that will cut into sports scene a little bit on Friday. Uh, it'll be a one forty start uh, weather permitting of course from uh, Omaha. So there you go. And of course the Gator game the night game Friday. And once again, don't sell Virginia short. Virginia can beat Florida. Florida can beat Virginia too, but this is not A cakewalk by any stretch today our thanks to urban meyer for joining us here live as that netflix documentary is going to come up soon he talked a lot about that and uh very candid today about what they asked him and you know his thoughts on coaching here and then one of the uh, radio voices for of virginia adam hawes also joining us today here on the program well We've just about exhausted Gator Baseball. So tomorrow, we'll get your thoughts on how far you think this team will go, given the bracket, all of that. And we've talked with the play-by-play voice of LSU. We're going to get, I hope, Vince Ferrara tomorrow to talk a little Tennessee because I don't think a lot of people thought they'd be in the College World Series. Thanks to Zach for producing today. We thank you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday.
0: Two five one CG Gainesville from the Spurriers Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN ninety eight FM eight fifty AM
14: W R U F.